Every year Visla puts together a creators trip and gets some of their creative ambassadors together to build some cool stuff, make things together, collaborate on art projects and we're sitting up in the mountains just above Santa Cruz having conversations about color and creativity, the relationship in one's mind with perfection and the work that everyone's carrying out and probably most interesting to me has been the path and the lane with it, which, within which each person or artist finds themselves and trying to understand the early days of how that got formed and the relationships that helped them get there maybe but more than anything watching these people do the work that we've come to see and understand and so appreciate watching them do that right in front of one was perhaps more inspiring than actually what they were building and from that you could take away feel for what you're working on the inspiration wasn't so much on how to do what they were doing there was some of that but more importantly and hopefully through these conversations you can learn about what they did not to copy it but as inspiration or perhaps building blocks to put together your own path to define your own lane i feel like we're all creative and i've learned so much in these conversations the concept of uh, a repair mindset and a mentality comes up over and over and that dialogue within oneself about what i'm building what i'm trying to build which things to forego and mostly the inner dialogue with the creative mind that one is and the work you're trying to put out and its perceptional value within the marketplace or public so along with these conversations i felt it fitting to accompany each person with a uh, a sound of music and we've all seen a treehouse we've all seen a surfboard we've all seen a painting but sometimes seeing it from that person adds a depth to the art itself jason making a painting or painting a mural is enjoyed and changes a cityscape or the architecture of a suburb but once you hear the intent and the careful delicate approach to how that art came to be what it is and then the work that it's doing not to defend the work or to um, prop up its value but to see the effects and how much attention and detail would went into front loading that and then letting art just be art and doing the job that it was designed to do we have conversations about parenting in terms of how one's parenting your own children now and the early relationships building things with fathers and brothers there's you know down to the concept of how colors are perceived let alone valued or if they're seen at all here are a couple things that people had to say i hope you enjoy this series for me i learned so much and if there's any hope that you could take something away to add to how you're putting your path together defining the lane that you putting together if there's one thing that we can just share to one another is to encourage other to be the best you you can be there's something that we could all do and copying one another is kind of a great way to start but it's it's no great way to end to building 
the person you are to be and creatively speaking, expressing that for the benefit of all. That certainly is my hope in my work and as you put yours together, I hope these conversations encourage that. So listening to music that we might have heard before, but hearing it sung by someone else, just as the work that these people have put together and the collective assembly of their work might have been seen by somebody before, but never done this way in their own unique perspective and portrayed in a beautiful and deep legacy as we look back about what they've done and look forward to what they're going to continue to do with this music from Sleeping at Last that I stumbled across. I hope you enjoy the entire series and think about what you're trying to do and how your perspective can help move art forward and make everybody a more confident, safe and happy place because this whole thing's vulnerable to begin with. But could art be the difference to iron out these kinks and have let us have fun all together at the same time from one creative to another that's all of us enjoy the series yeah when you get in the groove sometimes you don't know where it comes from and you wonder you know like or even you'll do something like you know I don't know like, where did that come from you know but I don't try and stress on it too much, you know, or if they're going to stop, but, you know, maybe they do. They, I think people, it happens, you know, musicians and stuff for sure. And I think it's where you're at, right? When you're young and hungry and you got to get it, you know, you want to create something and you, I think you're hungry and you want it. But if you get comfortable and sort of soft, I think it can, creativity can go to the, or if it's not your focus, you know, hmm. you get distracted by other things, you know, creativity, you get your focus can go elsewhere. growing up and becoming more mature and being able to identify and be aware of what what and how things were influencing me um, and how it didn't it didn't click and it would be really short term but now I can see if I'm making a slight change in what I'm doing if this is long term or if this is short term and it was like you know, it's like that the roof blew off and I was like, oh, here we go, you know? So once I got past those insecurities of being like, you know, well, you know, I love, I love, I love making art. Is it, is it cool in a community? You know what I mean? And it's once I got comfortable with what I was doing and I just went on my own road and that was epic. I don't know. I just kind of tuned a lot of that stuff out. Like people say, Oh, did you go to the museum? Did you, you know, what artists are you into at this point and stuff? And what's your inspiration? And the inspiration wasn't coming from artists at all. You know how as nice as it may sound that I just did all this stuff on my own and no one believed and uh, I mean I had a strong support group all um, at home in Hawaii and as I began to meet like amazing people along the way it just I've realized that I kind of maybe held on to this idea that no one cared about what I thought or what I was trying to do and I, I don't think I kind of got that because you know your teachers or your mentors they have their own path they're going on and they're 
usually at a mentorship or a professorship or a teacher or you know someone you're looking up to they're already flying at like fifth gear sixth gear maybe so you're just you know in first gear trying to get on the road and they're just like get out of the way room just like passing you by you're like wow they don't even care about me and it's easy to start to think like I'll, my car is not fast enough or I can't move in that way and really it's just you just got to gain some momentum and start shifting gears and it's you that is in charge of that shift and and I think that's what I had to re realize that just because people are kind of passing me by doesn't mean that I don't have a place on this lane. not to give up on a whole new design or concept to you and write it in good waves because um, a lot of times you know board setups to some um, some people that haven't experienced them they ha already have this idea in their mind like oh it's actually for bad waves or so you can grovel or something like that but um, I think some of those those uh, like preconceived conceptions you know, if you if you stick around and and try and actually feel the board for what it is and take it in good waves, then maybe you'll um, be excited about being open to the different feelings of that concept. You know. That's something that's very strong to me, and I think that that comes from a little bit of my art background, where I, I really. You know, like the artists I like are people who are always reinventing themselves and they're never kind of satisfied with like developing a, like a style and doing it over and over and over again. You know, I, I do think that as an artist, it's really hard to gr gain traction if you're always... I don't think it's about changing your... completely doing something new every time, but it's about like pushing yourself further. And I, I guess the other thing I would just say about that is like you know, is what happens is like, which I think is so exciting, like what I really love about the work I do for my, you know, is what I really enjoy about and what keeps me going. It's like, when I first built my first camper, you know, I had an idea for it based off like a picture I'd saw, I've seen in a book from like the 70s. I was like, I could like something kind of like this. And I, I had this idea and I made that. And then the next one I was like, okay, that didn't work. And I like made something a little different. And then the next one I was like, I'm gonna go try something totally different. And I just kind of, you know, there's this lineage. Um, I think about that every once in a while, you know, especially since I have kids now and how they'll think about their dad, you know, after I'm gone or whatever. Um, I, I kind of like the idea of maybe my kids finding one of my boards at a yard sale, you know, in 50 years or anybody finding one of my boards at a yard sale in 50 years and it being like a score like I this guy has a rep reputation for having a board that's going to last a long time works really well and uh yeah just uh, for some reason that thought comes in my mind maybe because I like I know that sensation when you find that gem at the yard sale you know and if if my board one of my boards in 50 years could be that gem that, that's pretty amazing that was our city if i could find one souvenir just to prove the world was here here it is a red balloon and i think of you and let it go